0: So the big question is this, how do busy moms like us transform our lives and the lives of our families by simple everyday things without a medical degree? This is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hello, hello, hello. This is Dr. Krista Ryan with Corner Chiropractic and Laser Clinic, as well as Miss Dr. Mom. Uh, Hello, guys. I'm still on a break uh with the stress topic so we're not going to go there yet. Uh I'll let you know when I can handle it again. <laughs> um and I uh wanted to just chat with you. It's kind of about some fun stuff and things that sometimes you don't realize uh sometimes little things really have a huge effect on our body. And I was in class today and we were talking about scars and and why scars have an effect on our body and how we can help them and what they do to us. And apparently, they do a heck of a lot. Now, the first time I got introduced to this subject was probably, um, probably about, maybe about nine, eight or nine years ago, uh, when I went to my first applied kinesiology class. And the professor was talking about um, how important scars were. And I kind of was sitting in my seat going, scars, like, really, like, uh, who has scars on here? Like pretty much everybody has scars. Now we have little ones and, and he was talking about how even like really, really, really small scars can shut off like whole muscles. And I'm like, yeah, mm, I'm not sure I'm really buying into this. So I was sitting in the back of the class thinking, what the heck is he talking about? Um, Anyway, because I did grow up on a farm, as you guys know, and uh, I'm just going to get into a little bit of history. I have probably the biggest scar on myself is I have um, a hole uh, in my leg from a horse bite. And um, it was it was kind of funky. The horse didn't go after me. I was riding another horse. He actually went to bite my horse, but I was riding bareback at the time. And um, I think the horse was... Uh, very surprised when it bit my leg and um, my reflex was to like kick my feet and flail around and I scared the bejeebus out of the horse and and um, there was a vet behind me and um, the vet goes to me Krista don't kick the horses in the face and all I was thinking, well, I, I didn't mean to kick the horse, obviously, but I meant uh, I was defending myself realistically. And um, I I remember sitting on the horse and we had a ways to go. And I, I kind of was trying to catch my breath because I had so much pain from this horse bite. And I, about halfway home, I'm like, oh, I better, I better, like, check this because the pain was so overwhelming and it wasn't going away and usually what'll happen whenever you get hurt is it'll you know it takes a few minutes and and then you're good to go well this wasn't good to go and I remember sitting on the ride thinking oh like the girl behind me I was just silent I couldn't tell her how much pain I was in and um she was a vet so I really you know like she just you know Berated me (laughs) for for kicking a horse that had bit my leg and um and well and you know and it was totally reflex it's not something that I would normally do and um well on the ride on the ride home like halfway home I ended up thinking oh I better check my leg and so I lift up my pants and I could see the front of my shin she had bit me like right on the front of my shin and I think I'm like I was pretty young at the time I think I was like probably about I would guess age 12 I'm not 100% sure um but she um so when I looked down I felt like I like all the color drained my from my face at that point because I could see the bone um in the front of my leg so the horse had bit me deep enough um that the bone was hanging out and didn't know where the skin ended up (laughs) but um my dad was the type when when I was when I was young he's like oh you know like everything would be fine and everything gets fixed with like hydrogen peroxide anyway when I got home I'm like dad the horse bit me and uh at this time I don't remember being in a lot of pain but you never know like I remember the, the initial pain but then everything's a blur and I remember telling my dad that um, the horse had bit me to the bone. And I'm like, look, like the bone's showing. <laughs> and my dad's like, oh, don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Like, just, you know, put a little hydrogen peroxide on it and then soak it in a salt solution um, and let it air dry. <laughs> and and um, and I think back to that and uh, I realized actually that was, you know, I surprisingly enough I didn't get an infection it worked out great it healed up normal Um, I still have a pretty decent uh, probably like a little bigger than a toony size scar on the front of my shin and I probably like in hindsight and knowing what I know now probably should have gotten stitches Uh, probably should have got that checked (laughs) Um, it's just one of those things that, and I didn't insist on it. it. Like I wasn't in tears. I wasn't crying or anything like that. I think at that point, everything was numb. Um, but, um, anyway, yep, probably should have went to see the medical doctor. But, um, anyway, going back to this course on scars, like that's the biggest scar that I had. So, uh, the teacher asked for, uh, subjects to come up cause he was talking about scars and how much they affect the body. And so I decided to volunteer and I showed him my silver like silver dollar scar on the front of my leg. Uh, and he, what he did was he did some, he moved the skin on top of it. So he rolled the skin over it and he was showing us a different, like a, a variety of techniques in order to like break up scar tissue. Cause there is nutritional stuff that you can do that really helps with decreasing scarring. Um, but he was just showing us like literally like mechanical stuff. So, um, basically what he said is the skin's supposed to move in 300, like 360 degrees. So if your skin can't move into one area, so when you push it uh, in one direction, you should be able to slide the skin evenly over the bone. And if you, and if you can't move it in one direction, it usually means that there's a scar tissue there that can be creating some problems and it can be shutting off, um, shutting off muscles and it can be actually affecting how your body's functioning and i never would have really put that together outside of this class so he came over and he did like some tissue rolling and then he like he rubbed it out i think i think he might have had um a laser and he put the laser over it for probably like 15 seconds it wasn't very long uh, but my skin started moving i immediately felt like this tingle go down the front of my leg and i felt like I had more circulation down in my feet which is like really weird and it's a it was a very weird feeling like I felt like I had like anyway I felt like I had like blood flow there for the first time and and when I got up I felt when I stood that I could feel how I was touching the ground um, and I felt like my arch actually had um, changed which was really really cool because I actually have quite flat feet and I didn't realize that uh, by changing some of the muscle functions in the lower limbs you can really change uh, how much of an arch you have in your foot and now I've worn orthotics for years and years and so just to feel my arch come up was really significant thing for me and so and so he talks about like um he went on to talk about how much and this is what we covered again today and it's really fascinating because a lot of times we, we forget those things. Even as a doctor, like I look at, okay, well, what, you know, car accident were you in? What big trauma did you have? How is your organ functioning? Is it giving you like crazy symptoms? Are you, uh, so I look at the big things and you forget about the little things that could be causing real function problems, such as a scar, like a scar can cause a whole ab muscle to be weak on one side and then you'll have massive back pain and you might like herniate a disc or do something funky. Uh, just because of one little thing it can create this cascade effect and so um, I thought that was super profound and it's something that we actually need to take care of on a regular basis so there is nutrition that uh, you need to get for scars but I think we'll cover the nutrition aspect on another time Um, but I wanted to let you know that uh, even like a little uh, laser pointer this teacher was telling me you can get one of those Uh, red laser pointers that a cat would chase around the room and If you you can take care of your scar by getting one of those and literally just going over the scar for about like I Don't know 30 seconds um, and if you do this on a daily basis for a month, like his protocol was, okay, you do it every day for a month or you do the skin rolling, or you like move, make sure your skin can move in 360 degrees. And if it can't, then you like push the skin in that direction. So he he went through those three three things and how to actually change scar tissue. Now other people like massage therapists are awesome for breaking up scar tissue because of just the nature of their job. Um, so sometimes if it's like extensive scarring, I'll we'll get people to do a um, uh, massage therapists. But if, if it's in a more private area, such as like a herniation scar, that's something you really want to do at home. Um, and or I would anyway, if I uh, had a herniation scar. So uh, some of those things you want to do in the privacy of your home, but again, like we need to take care of these things because scar. when the body's weakened, scar tissue will build up over the whole course of our life, just kind of like how our noses grow. Um, our body keeps laying down scar tissue in the areas that have been damaged. Um, so it's very important to keep that damage at bay and to minimize it the best you can. And so we need to do things like Roll the skin out over the scar, or we need to get these little laser pointers and you put them on. Uh, his protocol was you put them on uh, once a day for about a month um, and then you do it every month. Now, he was kind of saying, Okay, you can do it once to every three months, but who's going to remember when it's a three month schedule? So, uh, really, he said, Pick a day like for the first or the 15th of the month or whatever day you deem. Uh, you do something monthly, such as like pay your bills. So if you're always paying a bill on a certain day, do it at the same time you pay your bill, um, just to make it easier. And it'll make you remember it and kind of link it to that thing. So our body will start doing it cyclically. And um, so yeah, so scars, even though scars can be like just little little things they can create whack of problems. Now, since that time, I've seen a ton of people coming in with scars in my office that I actually have to treat. And I've seen everything from like little pinprick scars to massive scars. I've seen massive scars that aren't really causing a problem. Uh, And I've seen little scars that are just like changing, changing the way the body's functioning. So you can't really tell um, how, how much the scar is affecting until you really start treating it. So guys, if most, most of us do have some sort of scarring on our body, um, at least the majority of the people that I know, so, uh, go out, check yourself over for some scars. If you got some scars, see if the skin is moving, make sure it moves in 360 degrees. If it doesn't move in one direction, you push, you move the skin. So it starts to move. And it's, it frees up the skin in that area. And you can push into that direction or just move it around as much as you can. Um, if you can't, go seek a health professional to help you with the process. Or go and grab a, like, a little cat laser, um, like the little laser lasers that cats chase around. Uh, see if that'll work. And if not, laser therapy is like super, super easy to do. If it's a big scar, uh, go get some... Uh, like cold laser or low intensity laser, um, it'll take the scarring away uh, pretty much like almost instantly, like not instantly, but it, it seems like it when you're in practice. You can see things disappear so fast. It's like, wow, I can't believe that actually happened. So Anyway, I hope this got you um, excited for learning more about your body and learning how you can take control and take care of it yourself just by knowing a few of these things. So I hope this was an enjoyable episode. And remember, guys, look with eyes that can see. Look with eyes that can see. That was on our last podcast. Uh, Look at your body. See where the scars are. Try to remember, um, you know how they happened. Try to remember um, what direction the force was going in and just check the tissue in that area and see if direction matters. And um, try to help your scar on a monthly, monthly basis. Anyway, I think we'll revisit this topic and I'll get into a little bit more nutrition, but not now at a future date. And um, have a lovely, lovely, lovely rest of your day. Hey guys, this is Krista, and I just wanted to add something to the podcast, Uh, just to clarify. um, The laser definitely uh, won't take away, um, it'll actually decrease... The look of the scar but it won't take it completely away Uh, but it will help the underlying tissue and help that separation happen between the layers of the skin and the uh, muscle so that the skin can slide very easily and doesn't affect the scar doesn't affect the muscle underneath. So I just want to make sure that we clarified um, that because it kind of sounded like um, the laser will completely take a scar away. It can reduce how big your scar is but generally you'll still have a little bit of a line there so just thought I'd uh, jump back on and just make sure everybody was clear on that point. So um, anyway uh, enjoy the rest of your day and I already said that already but have a lovely 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 day. The podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more strategies to change the health and lives of your family and friends. Subscribe right now and listen to upcoming episodes. While I make every effort to broadcast correct information, guys, I'm still learning. I will double check all my facts, but realize that medicine is constantly changing science and art. One doctor may have a different way of doing things from another. I'm simply presenting my views and my experience on how to deal with complaints that will be as evidence-based as possible. I welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. I take no money from drugs or device companies. By listening to this podcast or reading this blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical conditions in either yourself or others, including, but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast or blog. Under no circumstances shall Miss Dr. Mom uh, be or contributors to the podcast or blog or any employees, associates, or affiliates of Miss Dr. Mom be responsible for damages arising from the use of this podcast or blog.